Good evening, my family. Oh, yeah. Why don't we stand tonight and enter his courts, amen? It's the perfect time to sing some worship songs in the middle of the week, amen? Why don't we step into his place? Heavenly Father, we come into this place, Lord, to sing your praises, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, Lord, into this place, and thank you, Lord, for welcoming us into this place. Receive our worship, Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Sing it with us. Welcome oh. you, God. Fill this place, Lord. Yes.
Thank you, Lord. Amen. Continue to celebrate that. It says, in your presence there is freedom. Amen. We are made whole. In your presence we are made whole. Lord, we claim that tonight, Lord, as we enter into your presence, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we want to be made whole tonight, Lord, as we enter into your presence, presence, Lord, and say, Lord, there is freedom, Lord, in your presence. In your presence, we are made whole. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for that promise. We continue to worship your name, Lord. Give us our victory tonight, Lord. Come on, sing it. Who have been me before, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I know knows only how to triumph, yeah. Oh my God will never fail. No, oh my God will never fail. Sing this with me, say. I'm going to see a victory, sing it. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory, yes. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. There is power in His name. So we sing it. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus, yes. Every war He wages, He will win. Not backing down from any giant. I know how this story ends. That's right. Yes, I know how this story ends. That's right. Say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna see a victory. Come on. I'm gonna see a victory. Every voice say, for the battle belongs to you, Lord. Yeah. 
come into his presence like tonight and we say Lord I'm going to turn it over to you and I'm going to only you Lord can take what the enemy meant for evil and turn beauty from these ashes as we come into this place Lord broken pour your spirit over us tonight Heavenly Father the outpouring we sing about it come on that's right Surrender yourselves tonight, sing it. We need a fresh wind, the fragrance of heaven. Pour your spirit out, pour your spirit out. Tonight, as you walked in, you were handed a small communion cup if you did not get get one now would be a good time to either grab one or maybe you can raise your hand we have a couple of ushers but pastor eddie will you come up and lead us in a time of prayer and and communion and church will you just maintain spirit of worship and in reverence a moment of reverence to the lord as you prepare our hearts for communion Lord, thank God for communion.
in 1 Corinthians. Let us pray first. It is so good, our Father and our God, to call you our Father, to call your Son Jesus our Savior and our Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all the help that you give us. We thank you for the blessing of communion, Lord. Father, we remind ourselves of all that Jesus and his sacrifice has done for us. So we pray for each one here, Lord, as they are blessed and as we are blessed to receive communion, Lord. We thank you for each one that is here and for the blessing that we're going to receive. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. These things are always difficult for me. I don't know why. Oops. Thank you. <laughs> I got the I got the wine part. I guess that's the one I wanted. Huh? <laughs> but let's see. Just take the bread out. I receive, uh, I want to remind scripture and then we're going to take a moment and it says, uh, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, who eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But letting a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself, if he does not judge the body rightly. So let's take a moment of prayer that in your own words, tell the Lord that you are ready to receive communion. I receive from the Lord that which I also deliver to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took the bread. He broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. same way he took the cup also after supper saying this is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me thank you our father thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit we thank you for communion we thank you Jesus and we pray in your name
continue to worship church. But our hearts, our hearts that burn with holy fear, purified in faith and deed, refiners fire, rearing what remains. So we, the church, can pay your light, lamp of flesh, city bright. King and kingdom come is what we pray. Cause we need a fresh wind. That's right, that right. The fragrance of heaven. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Come on and say, a holy anointing. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit. Come on, ask for that pouring out. Say, pour your spirit out. 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 to the Lord say
we need a fresh wind, the fragrance of heaven. Come on, spirit out. All unison, come on. Pour your spirit out. Come on. Would you ask for an outpouring of his spirit tonight? Holy anointing. Come on, we need his spirit. The power of your presence. So pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Come on. Every voice, come on, with your heart. We need a fresh wind. Come on. The fragrance of heaven. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out in this place. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy in this place. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that you are giving to us in this moment. Pour your spirit out. 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 Come on. Pour your spirit out. 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 Oh, we're so grateful and thankful, Lord, for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Before revival hits, I need your spirit first and foremost. So, Lord, we ask for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit over us tonight. And thank you for, Lord, being here, Lord, and welcoming us into your presence, Lord. And giving us a place at this beautiful table, Lord, at your table, Heavenly Father. In this place, Lord, as we sing, Lord, give us a fresh wind of your Spirit, Lord, a holy anointing, Lord. This fragrance of heaven. Lord, this what we're doing, singing together, giving you the glory together, Lord. A fragrance, just a small touch and a small glimpse of what it will be like, Lord, in your presence. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Pour it over me, Lord. And for that, I thank you, Jesus. As we stand before you here tonight, Lord, in humility, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for being together, Lord, for keeping us safe. Lord, there's so many questions that we have, Lord, about what's going on outside of the walls of this church, outside of the walls of our home. But Lord, thank you that you're in control. And Lord, we relinquish all control, Lord. You know what's going on. And so, Heavenly Father, we leave it up to you. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of all things. Lord, thank you for uh, your omniscience, for your omnipresence, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place, Lord. And once again, Lord, for a place at this table to be here, Lord, with you. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time of worship with my brothers and my sisters, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this wonderful time of worship. It's in your name we pray. Amen. I don't want it to end either. Amen.
Thank you, church. We can bring it to an end. Hey, church, while we're here, will we uh, greet one another in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, church, what's going on? Pour your spirit out. Oh, somebody else doesn't want it to end. Rocks, rocks. Yeah. Pour your spirit out. Oh, yeah. Hey, church, um, my name is Michael Romero, your worship and arts pastor here at New Beginnings, and we want to welcome you in this house. Amen. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name Amen. is Roxy. I'm part of your worship team as well. It's an honor to be here. Amen. Welcome to God's house today. Amen. And we want to welcome not only those that are sitting in, in the room, in the house, but we want to welcome those watching from afar, most especially our spiritual father. Hey, Pastor Richard, he sends his greetings. I know he's watching right now. He's just... He just texted me not too long ago, and we just communicated. We were just on the phone a little while ago, and he, of course, always sends his love and says how much he misses you and how much uh, he misses being here with you guys, and we hope to have him here soon. That's right. And just soon right. and very soon. We are going to see the Oh, 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 let's not get started. Oh, oh. Before we can't stop. Every time. Every Before time. We... He did, he did. <laughs> That's what I said. We got to stop. We got to stop. Hey, church, just a few announcements that we really have to get you guys caught up on some stuff going on this weekend uh, that's very, very important. Number one, Baptism Sunday. Amen. Roxy, tell us a little bit about baptisms Amen. and the importance of it because we really, 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 really feel like we, right. we need to really get there. Baptism is something that you do in your walk with Christ. It's mm. not... Um, something that you should take lightly. It's the way that you express the dedication of your life from that point forward for Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that you're perfect when you go into the water. It doesn't mean that you're perfect when you come out of the water. It means that you're going to take every day and try every day to dedicate it to the purpose for which God has created for you, right? Because each one of you have a purpose for which you have been created, and baptism is one more way when you can live that purpose out for Jesus Christ. I encourage you to, um, to think about it. I encourage you to pray about it. I encourage you to talk to someone about it. It is this Sunday, February 26th. There will be a class before baptism. If you still have questions, if you're still on, you know, no sé, why don't you go to the class and check it out and see if there, there are questions that can be answered for you. Um, I encourage you to really consider it. That. It's perfect. And you know what, church? And there's going to be a way for you to sign up tonight before the night's over. And we'll, we'll, we'll give you the example how to do that or we'll give you the way. You guys already know what's coming up. We got that QR code for you, okay? And, of course, church, don't forget the canopy is out there to sign up for our Christian education courses. Last day. Um, last day. Last day. And so we, we don't want you guys to miss out on any of those. Do we ever kick you guys out of the classes if you don't sign up? No, we don't. Sometimes there are some classes where it might be a little too late because we're a little too far ahead where you would be completely lost. So 
but we never like completely kick you out and say, nope, afuera, you don't know. But we want to make sure that you're ready and we want to be ready on our end with the, the appropriate resources, the, the textbooks and everything. So please, please, please go out there and meet our facilitators, meet our instructors. At minimum, go on our website or our app and check it out and to find out yeah. what are these classes all about. I walked around on the way in. There's an awesome class for men about the book of James, which is a powerful, powerful book in the New Testament. The book of Malachi, one of my favorite books in the Bible. Um, a, a class for women, a yeah. class for, for young adults, uh, advanced discipleship, all kinds of things. So go out there, take a look and, and see what new things you can learn in this new year. I know that was your New Year's resolution, right? Was to learn something new. Amen. That was your New Year's resolution for this year. Amen. This is one way you can fill it out. That's right. And being that today, by the way, uh, is Ash Wednesday. Today's beginning of Lent. So if you have not yet caught up on our website, on our app, and then on our Facebook, and as well as Pastor Richard asked, hey, please let them know that not just on the church's Facebook, but also his personal Facebook page, if you happen to be his friend on Facebook, you'll find our 40-day Lent series, uh, devotional series, put together by your very own um, ministers and leaders here at New Beginnings. And it's, t it's titled Road to the Resurrection. So if you have not caught up yet, again, download our app, Or you can always go on our website or on our social media platforms and you'll find it there. And you could follow along the road to the resurrection. Again, it's important to follow the heart of your leadership. And so if it's put together rather by your leaders here at New Beginnings to find out, hey, these are my leaders. And so it's very awesome to find out where their heart is and figure out, hey, that's, that's Pastor Eddie's heart. That's Brother David's heart. This is Roxy's heart. It's Pastor Michael's heart. It's really awesome to follow the heart of your leaders. Amen. So we encourage you to follow along with I, those. I just saw Pastor Richard's page this morning, and there it was, bright mm -hmm. and early. First day of, of Lent season. That's right. Already there. So please follow along with that. And of course, uh, church, we also always say thank you so much for your faithful giving and your faithful obedience in that. Uh, not, not too many announcements that we want to bog you down with. Of course, there's always a lot going on just because we're trying to Keep the announcements not from 17 minutes down to five minutes, right? We never want to take away from the Word of God. So, But what we always want you to do is connect with us. And the way to do that is this QR code that's popping up behind me or on the screen at home. And so if you have any questions or if you say, hey, what are those classes all about? Click that QR code or rather uh, pop up that QR code, scan it. And connect with us. Or you can always sign up sign up that way too to get baptized. Maybe you want to dedicate your child. Or maybe you have a question, a general question for a front office. You can scan that QR code. and Or you can even submit your prayer request that way. Okay? And with that being said, we say thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for you guys uh, for being here tonight. I know it was sometimes a little difficult. Is there going to be service? It's cold. Yeah. Nothing keeps us in la lucha. Pero la iglesia sigue caminando. Amen. Pastor Eddie, when we welcome our speaker for tonight, Pastor Eddie Miraval. Pastor Eddie. And while Pastor Eddie is coming up, can we dismiss the youth and give them a big hand clap as they go out for their class as well? Okay, great. God bless you, brother. Oh, it's so good to be here tonight. I am so glad the cold and the wind brought you in. But I just want to thank you for coming. I want to thank you for your love and for your prayers. Ah, oh, man. Uh, it's just been good. I, I, 
Pastor Richard, if you're there, we're praying for you. We love you. You should be very proud at New Beginnings because all the people that are coming in on Sunday have not diminished. The people that are coming on Wednesday have not diminishing. So we all are praying for you, for your complete recovery and no pain. Thank the Lord. And you know, another thing that I am thankful for is that for all those that are besides me that are coming in on Wednesdays and Sundays, that are preaching and teaching, you just don't know how grateful as a congregation you are to know that so many of them are willing to do this while he's away. And that's attributed to him because he's the one that has put that into them and we're able to do that for you. But I also want to tell you all, all of you that are serving, I want to thank you so very much because you might be behind the scenes, Grace and those who are in that uh, booth over there helping us. It's so good to have these little things here. You don't have, the last time I used a microphone, it was like sometimes you could hear me and sometimes you couldn't. But I don't see how you cannot hear this loud voice. But anyway, it's so good to be able to just be free to do it. But I want to thank you all for serving. I don't want to mention all of you by name because I know I'll miss somebody. But I am so grateful for your service. For serving. Amen. Amen. Um, tonight's session is number five already in the unmovable. So don't move, okay? <laughs> But let me tell you, I, I thought about this and I, I preached on one of them about, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. And I put uh, unmovable faith. But I thought, it, it, I wonder if, if we didn't get those... I wonder if Brother Richard didn't get those from the fruits of the Spirit. Because if you, you think about it, the fruits of the Spirit, if you think of, of unmovable, unmovable love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control and hope. And, oh man, I love that. You know what? I don't have all of them, but I know God wants to give it to me if I leave it open for him to do so. And there's a lot of times that you find yourself moving away from one of the fruits of the Spirit. And you said, you got to say, oh, Holy Spirit, bring me back to where I was. I don't want to get away from that. Don't get away from your service. Let me tell you one thing that I, I experienced in the last 40-some years that I've been serving the Lord. You can never, 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 ever retire from serving the Lord. There is no retirement in there, brother. You're going to get your retirement when you get home. And let me tell you one thing. You're going to, if you think you're going to sit in a cloud and, and, uh, and play a harp, and even a harp, or even if you don't have a harp, you might not even know how to play a harp. But no, brother, we're going to be doing something. Something. Whatever God has given you to do, we're going to do. So tonight, it's part five, and it's called the unmovable joy. For the joy, in the, we'll be studying the book of Nehemiah, and in Nehemiah, the eighth chapter, I think it's in 10 verses, it says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. I love the joy of the Lord. I, 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 I remember, brother and sister, when I first got saved, and, 
And I won't go through all my testimony, but I remember I, 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 I man, I, I said, wow. I said, after reading the book, after reading the Bible, and I was reading the Bible, and it looks like, my, like three months had passed by. And all of a sudden, I woke up, and I had been delivered from alcohol, from drugs, from cigarettes. And I said, wow, it sure didn't come from my power because I tried to, do, to quit, and I couldn't quit. And I knew I was an alcoholic, but I hated to face that. And if you don't get anything tonight, get this scripture. For we have been delivered from the power of darkness, transferred into the kingdom of your beloved son Jesus, in whom we have redemption and forgiveness of sin through the shed blood of Christ. Brother and sister, if you don't take anything, take that scripture and go read it. Because he did deliver me from the power of darkness. And when he delivered me from that darkness, he gave me a joy. And I remember going... Uh, back to, I used to work for APS and I was going to APS. I had gone to the Catholic church and I told the priest, hey man, you know what? Something really has happened to me and I just need something. And I said, oh, you need to be confirmed. I said, confirmed? I need to be confirmed that I'm saved. I wish that they would have said that. Eventually I went to the Billy Crane Crusade and I understood a lot more. So I said, now I got to find a church. Let me tell you one thing that's really strange. I, I remember when I got saved, I really thought I was the only person saved. I, I'm, I'm really serious because I had never experienced this. It was, it was strong. And then when I went to APS, I started asking people about who, who went to church and who went. And they said, Wet Smith goes to a Christian church and this guy and that guy. And I said, well, I got to look them up and stuff like that so I can find a church. I remember... Well, while I was doing that, some guy came to me and he said, Hey, we're going to have a revival. I heard you, you became a Christian. I said, A revival? What in the world's a revival? I said, Oh, no, no, you, you. And I, he thought I knew. And I said, Okay. I said, so he gave me the address and I went to this church and it was a Baptist church. There was a bunch of people there. And I was sitting there and I said, What are all these people doing here? And then all of a sudden people started getting up and testifying. And the joy of the Lord was there. It was great. And they were saying, oh man, I got delivered from alcohol. I got delivered from drugs. I got delivered from jealousy. Do you know that we can be delivered from jealousy? Do you know that jealousy sometimes kills? We can be delivered from a bunch. I was t- you, know, you know how much joy I had to know? Hey, I'm not the only one in this. There's a bunch of other Christians out there. And I said, oh, hallelujah, man. That was great, man. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let me tell you, when you serve, you get joy. Without joy, you will not serve. You need to serve. It, it, let me tell you one thing. All you that are signing up in classes, when you get through there, guess what? God's going to say, hey, man, you got to come and teach the class now. That's what happened to me, you know? And, and one of the things that actually happened to me after I met Webb Smith and Brother Myers and all those yeah, uh, old, uh, I won't call them old people because they don't, they're called H, no, not H. Uh, well, anyway, they were older, like I am now, white hair and anyway, but they were good people. The, I, 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 I started hanging around with the old people because they had joy. All those years they had joy. I said, man, they feel like I do. They want to invite me to go and eat. The first day I even, the first Sunday I went over there. Right there on the, cor- on the corner of Carlisle Montgomery where we were at at New Beginnings that no longer there. I wish, it, I wish that another group would have gotten there that were Christian, but it didn't work out. But anyway, I went there and I was full of joy and I was rambunctious. 
And I was loud. I'm sorry my family is loud. But we're loud. And I was going around and I was talking to people and this and that. And, and I was doing this and I was doing that. And, and they were looking at me. And all of a sudden the organ would start playing. And I was still talking to people. And they were like, I wish you guys shut up and sit down. It's time, for, it's time for worship. Well, I didn't know that. I, I didn't mean to disrupt them. But I think that God brought me there because they needed to be exposed to salvation. Have you ever remembered that song? Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first believed. Wow, that was great. And I, I joined the choir, and this guy, he told David, man, he, he didn't know whether I was alto, soprano, or whatever they are. Because one day I would be alto, sometimes I would be soprano, and sometimes, oh. And I, I just didn't know where I was. All I wanted to do was sing, you know? And, man, he would shake his hand. He said, Eddie, would you please be something? I said, well, I'm a Christian. You know? And my wife was in the choir, and she knew all that, but she didn't help me any. You know? Because he said, forget it. You know? But I want to tell you, brother and sister, that in Psalm 16, um, in Psalm 16, it says, preserve me. O God, for I take refuge in thee. In other words, protection. He protects you. I said to the Lord, thou art my Lord. I have no good beside thee. Apart from you, God, there is nothing. And the first point is keep gratefulness as part of your life. Oh, I... I sometimes get a little upset, brother and sister, because there are so many ungrateful people in this world. We need to be grateful. There is no part of joy apart from God. Notice that apart from you, God, there is nothing. Because God will give you joy. He will give you the things that you need. I think of Tomas, man, I... He, he, he was lucky he found this good-looking lady and he married her and all that. And then he has a house and, and then he got his hip fixed and he's over there dancing around. You can tell when he's worshiping, you know. Bro, let me tell you one thing. I'm, I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell you my age, but I'm 74 years old and I don't feel like 74. I thank the Lord every day. That I am able to have good health. Even though I'm going to have a couple of operations coming up. But that, I believe in the healing of the Lord. I believe that God has given us medical people. Medical the people that will help us. But he does the healing. He does the healing. <laughs> Apart from God there is no joy. In Psalm 7, 11, I, And, and we, I'm going to skip a little bit there. But it says the Lord is the portion of my inheritance. And my cup. Thou dost supply my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Is, this is our good. If you ever get a chance to I will bless the Lord who has consulted me. Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. Brother and sister, if you ever lead counseling, I, I, you know what? I, I've done premarital counseling and I won't marry anybody unless I do premarital counseling because they need it. We all need counseling once in a while. Pick you somebody, brother and sister, that's a 
Christian. Don't go pick you somebody that sometimes we make a big mistake, brother and sister, when we tell somebody, one of our friends, and then all of a sudden he tells somebody else and everybody knows your dirty language. Not language, uh, laundry. <laughs> But listen to me, brother and sister, you have to be careful. But we need to pray that God will give us counsel. And you know what I like this? He instructs my mind in the night. Let me tell you, there's a lot of times when I, when I, when I have my kids. And, and even now, uh, there's some times that when it's time for me to go pray, I start going and praying. And, but I can hear the TV on the other side. I can hear somebody coming in. So you know what I do? I don't know if you know, but there's a closet. And let me tell you one thing. I go into that closet. I remember not, uh, not long ago, a couple of weeks, my son came looking for me. And I said, Mom, I can't find Dad. And then my, my wife probably told me, he's in the closet. What? What's he doing in the closet? He's praying. But you know what? Notice that he says, he says, indeed, my mind instructs in the night. Let me tell you, have you ever felt when, when, uh, when you're, you want to go to sleep and you have a problem and, and, and you're saying, and people say, oh, count the, count the sheep? Don't count the sheep, pray. Forget about the sheep, pray, brother and sister. But let me tell you one thing. After all, the TVs are gone and, the, and it's dark. Let me tell you one thing. When you talk to God and if you listen, God will tell you some good counseling. One of the hardest things in, in our Christian life is listening to the word of God. Listen to what God wants to tell you. Because it's very important. Because if you get ahead of God, no good, brother. There's a song that said, God is early, never late. And he's always on time. In the noonday or in the... I don't know if you ever heard that song. It's really good. But let me tell you one thing. He's never early and never late. If you, if you wait upon the Lord, He will renew your strength. He will mount up with wings of eagle, shall run and not grow weary, shall uh, walk and not faint. Brother and sister, wait upon the Lord. He's got something good. Because if you get ahead of Him, not very, then you're going to say, Oh God, I thought this was it. No, I didn't, I didn't tell you to go there. I didn't tell you to do this. I didn't tell you that. He says, wait. I know that waiting for people is very difficult. Very, very difficult. But let me tell you, if you wait, you're going to come out ahead. I'm sorry, I needed that. Okay, notice. I have set the Lord continually before me because He is at the right hand. I will not be shaken. Brother and sister, there's three things that I want to give you That the Lord gave me in prayer one time. I, think, I, I look at the word continually. Instruct me. Console me. Let me tell you one thing. He told me, Eddie, I want you to pray for Christian people. That they would get a good. Uh, that they. Oh man, I want to. Uh, uh, man, I'm trying to think of the word that, that he gave me. Um, manage. Manage. Be in There's three things that we need to do as Christian brothers and sisters that it's awesome. And that is, one, is pray. Two, is read the word. And three, is be a servant of the Lord. Those three things, brother and sister, 
are very, very important. And I believe so much. And, I, and I'm praying that Christian people will continually do those three things. Let me tell you one thing. If you're doing those three things, you ain't going go to you ain't gonna get away from the Lord. You're, it's going to keep you on the right track. You're not going to be straddling the, face, the, the fence that's saying, oh, I'm going to go this way. No, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go to this church. I'm going to go to that church. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. And never gets a, t- a turn. My, I had good intentions. I have good intentions of, of going to church. I have good intentions of doing this. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Because, you ne- because if you're intending to do something and never do it, What's going to happen, brother? For thou, therefore my heart is glad. Notice what I said. I said because he has a mind. I will not be shaken. I will not be shaken. I will not, I will not let this joy unmovable move me. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh will dwell securely. For thou will not abandon my soul to Shiloh. Neither will thou allow the Holy One to go under de- undergo decay. Brother and sister, let me tell you one. As long as you're a Christian, as long as you do those things, that is the word is saying and pray. Because if you're praying, you're receiving constantly. If you're reading the word, you're receiving constantly. If you're serving, you're receiving constantly. And you're giving you joy, brother and sister. And you will not decay. Decay means that you're going to... Something that's dead. Out there dead and they stink and they smell... Get out of the stinking place and come into the church, man. Brother Richard always says, if you hang around the goats long enough, you're going to smell like them. You know what? I, re- I remember I used to go to my grandfather's house and he used to have goats. And mom would leave us there for about a week or so and we'd come home. And she said, Phew, when was the last time you took a bath? We took a bath in the barrel, mom. But I said that she took us in and stripped us and threw us in the bathtub and soaked us. Because I couldn't smell it. And I think sometimes we, if we get away from God, we don't start smelling. We don't think that there's nothing wrong with us, but there is. And we need to come back to the Lord. For thou will not abandon my soul, neither will thou, neither will thou allow thy Holy One to go under the gate. Thou will make me known to me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy right hand, there are pleasures forever. Oh, how many times did we think that boozing it up was a pleasure? Or drugs or something else. You name it. And then in the morning, oh, I'm so sick. I need a doctor. Mama, help me. Go go, go, go where you were at. Let them heal you. I remember that. I remember laying down the ceiling, turning around. Oh my goodness, it was awful. I haven't suffered to that in almost 50 years. Never, never, no more. Do I miss it? I don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. I got delivered, amen, to that. In, in this one, it says, keep gratefulness as a part of your life. It says, always remember this, an attitude of gratitude. Oh, have a gratitude. Have, a, have an attitude of gratitude. Be grateful for what you have. It's very important. In Phili- I'm going to go to Philippians. Watch what, what Paul says in Philippians. 
chapter 4. Verse 10, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at last you have revived, revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am in. I know how to get along with humble means. And I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstances, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry. Both of having abundance and suffering needs. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I thought of the, one of the things that I thought about, brother and sister, she says, be greatly. I rejoice in the Lord greatly. And then he said, I looked at the word opportunity. There's a lot of times, brother and sister, that, that I've been out there riding my bike, and there's a lot of times it's dark and stuff, and I see people in the street, and I'll tell them sometimes, I'll say, hey, can I pray with you? And I'll pray with them, and I... And I said, oh, thank God I didn't miss this opportunity. There's sometimes I meet some guys and they said, I won't, don't bother praying for me. Like, I'm beyond help. And I want to tell them, you're not beyond help, brother. You're not beyond help. Take that opportunity when God has given it to you. I know that we've all missed opportunities. You know what? There's a, there's a scripture that says that sometimes that we may be even entertaining angels and we may not be unaware. I am so thankful for me and my wife that we had a lot of kids, a lot of young people that they just moved into our house. They knew it was safe. They knew we would feed them. Their mom and dad would uh, divorce or something would happen. And I remember Josh Ortero, my TW's son, my son. He, he, all of a sudden, he was there like about three weeks, and I'd been going to work. And I said, aren't you going to go home? Que no tiene casa? Don't you have a home, you know? And... And he said, no, I live, here. I live here now, Dad. In other words, you're my dad. And I said, well, what happened to your mom? She went to California. What she did? Well, my dad's sick. He can't take care of me. He lives in Santa Fe. And I said, okay. He lived from us when he was in junior high all the way to high school. And now he's doing great. Thank the Lord. It was great, man. I mean, if I was to tell you all the people who live with us, there, I remember a lady from the church came to me. He says, how can you do that? How can I not do that? They needed help. I was thankful that I found the opportunity. Here's another opportunity that we miss as fathers sometimes. Especially fathers, I don't know why. But when my kids were in, in sports, Eddie was in, Junior was in, in football and baseball and TW and Fody. I mean, Enriquez. Well, we call him Fody anyway. But anyway, let me tell you one thing. They were in baseball. I remember I was working for Palo Rio Grande, and I told him, hey, man, bro, I, I, need, to, I need a couple of hours off. My, my son, Eddie, is playing baseball. And he said, uh, I said, can I leave at 3? Because we uh, went out at 5. And he said, no, man, I can't let you go at, at, at 3, but I can let you go at 4. That's the best I can do. And I, I ratched over there off to mid heights, man. I was going fast. And I got there. The game had already started. And I sat down there. And he, there was a guy batting and stuff. And then my son was coming up. And, and all of a sudden, pew, first home run I ever remember him see hit, hitting. And I said, hey, I didn't miss this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of times, brother and sister, we miss those opportunities. 
And I know that we're busy and we're working and stuff, but take that opportunity. They don't, they don't come out, they don't come out that often, man. He played a lot of football, and I didn't I got to see him in a film, and they had to double team me. He was a beast, man. But uh, I wish he would have been a pro and made a lot of money and he would have given me some. But I think that but the thing is, it looks like I'm giving it to him. But I'm he's getting ahead. He's getting ahead. Don't miss that opportunity of getting ahead. God places so many things in front of you. And you just keep on going, man. I got to hurry because that's just my first point. I'm serious. I'm serious, brother. Oh, my goodness. I am. I, okay. Console and all that. Okay, let me go to my second point. Choose a model of joy to follow. You know what the greatest model you can do? Choose Jesus as your model. See, Jesus, you can't, you can't fail, brother and sister. There's a book that was, that was written one time. It says, before you do something, think about it and ask, what would Jesus do in this situation? Man, I thought about that, and I said, oh, my goodness. I know he wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. But let me tell you one thing. Jesus is a great model. Let me tell you one thing. I, I know I told you that when I went into that new, new beginnings, I mean, it was called Montgomery Place Church of God. When I went in there, I hooked on to the people that were older because you know what? They were good models. I was only 23 years old, and I needed somebody to follow. And man, those old people had joy, more joy than the young people. I don't know why God threw me in that church. No, He didn't throw me. He placed me in that church. Because I needed to be exposed to them. And you know what? I was rambunctious, joyful, and loud. And some of them didn't like that. And I said, maybe you need some of this joy of the Lord. You know? Come on. You know what? When they wanted me to go and witness to something, they would always pick me. I'll tell you one thing. I remember that. Brother T.W. Myers, we named him after my son. He was the great... And him and his wife, Sister Myers, man, they were the greatest models. The first day that we went to church, he said, hey, he called me and he said, hey, he said, come and eat with us at our house. And I don't know if you know Spanish people will leave with other Spanish people and family, but they usually won't, especially, um, can I say Angelo? <laughs> they, they were white. And I was, you know, my son is very, oh, we're, we're Spanish, we're white. But my, my other son, T.W., he is, and he's pretty dark, you know. But anyway, here's the thing. I said, oh, no. I said, oh, no, I, I don't think, I don't know you that well. He said, you don't have to know me. You're a Christian. I said, no. I said, well, well how about next week? Right away, he put me on. I said, well, I got to ask my wife. And I told her, hey, that, that old, I said, that old man asked me if I would go, we would go and eat with him. Oh, no, she said, you can't do that. I know it, I know it. So then we went. And the next Sunday, there he was. You're coming to eat with us, aren't you? And I said, oh. I guess, I guess, I guess we can go. And we went, what a couple, man. What a, they were so good to us. He, he used to, at, I think it was 9 o'clock, if you went there, he was in his closet praying. One hour he prayed every day. He was a great man. I learned so much from him and from him and from the older people. And, and I thought, some of these younger people need to, Get attached to those people. And brother and sister, you need to choose a model to follow after. Other than Jesus, you need to follow somebody that's a good Christian person. Whether it's old or not, let them lead you. They will not leave you, lead you astray. 
Oh, man, a brother Myers and them, man, I tell you. Let me, let me turn to uh, Psalms 37 real quick, brother and sister. I've got to hurry up. Man. I got two more points to go. Okay, okay, 37, 37, 37. The 37? The 37, okay. It says, do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers. Are you listening? For they will, they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. I love this. And cultivate faithfulness. Brother and sister, you need to plant faith. faith. Be faithful. Be consistent. That's one word that I would tell any Christian. Be consistent. Be consistent in coming to church. Be consistent where you're going to serve. Be consistent in your praying. Be consistent in reading the word. Be consistent in servanthood. Because they will not lead you astray. These things will lead you astray, brother and sister. Choose a model of joy to follow. Let me tell you one thing. Choose somebody that's joyful. Man, I, love, I don't know what the name of that lady I, I asked her the other day. She's always out there. She's always got a smile. I remember one of the girls that was uh, being a, a greeter. Man, always smiling, always joking. Man, those people are great, man. It's good to come into the church and somebody smile at you and tell you, uh, come in. And, and not only that, those guys, man, those guys, that, those people that give donuts, they hide those donuts back there. They don't want to give them to you. They want to take them home. I go back there, don't you have any donuts? You've got, are you hiding them here? And it, No, there isn't no donuts, but I'm kidding, man. But isn't it great to get, where can you get a free donut and a cup of coffee? You know, come on. But you know that's great because they are serving joyfully. I love that. I love that. I love the old people, the elderly, the advanced, whatever you want to call them. And let me tell you one thing. What's what he says? I'm going to go back to Psalm 16. I'm going to go back to Psalm 16. Hito. Here we go. It says, it says uh, in, um, in number uh, four. The sorrow of those who have ran for another God will be multiplied. Sorrow is going to be multiplied because you ran to another God that wasn't God. How many times did the Israel do this? I, I think of the molten uh, piece of wood or gold or silver that they would make. And then they would bow down. Who's greater, the person that made that or the, or the, or the idol? The person that made it, you know, and God said, hey, can that person see you? Can they see your hurt? Can they see your pain? Can they see your, your uh, falling away? No. Can they hear you? No. And God says, I see your pain. I see your frustration. I see what you need. I hear your prayer. And I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. He will hear you. He will see you. He knows our faith. I tell you one thing. When we lost my grandson almost two years ago, 
When we had the first, I, I remember it hurt me so badly, but I remember the first trial was a, a mistrial, and I was so hurt, and there was such a burden, but I continued to play because it's a, I said, in the word it says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I shall replay, I shall repay, and I held on to that, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I remembered the second trial, and then they were going to give out the verdict, and I was waiting for the call, and I was praying, and, and my wife, and I, op- I, I opened up the phone, and I looked, and I looked, and, and I said, Merinda, is that you? Merinda, is that you? And she said, yeah, that's me. That's me. And she was crying, and she was crying, Merinda, stop crying. What, what happened? What happened? What? What? What did you say? He said, they found him guilty in all charges. Oh, what a burden was released from me. He knew my burden. He said, don't give up, Eddie. I'm going to come through. God is never early, never late. Never. If you wait upon the Lord, He shall renew your strength. brother. Oh, man, it was so good. It was so good when we had that. It was so good for our family. Such a burden was lifted up. That's what I'm trying to tell you, brother and sister. Don't give up. God is going to answer your prayer. God is going to answer your prayer. One of the things that I remember when I was pastoring in Oklahoma, there was a guy in another church that he had been, I'm going to make it the story short, for 20 years this guy, uh, for 20 years this guy won the award for being in church and in Sunday school for 20 years. Every year he won the award. Every year. But he, you know what? The only thing that was bad, he was unsaved. He just went because he wanted to get the reward. And you know what? On the 20th year, he was in church and somebody was preaching and a light went in his, a light bulb went on and he said, and he saw Jesus. And he said, you need to get saved. And all those awards that he won, he didn't, he didn't care about them anymore. But he came to an altar and he gave his, for 20 years those people have been praying for that guy. So let me tell you one thing, brother and sister. If you have some unsaved family, unsaved friends, don't give up. Keep praying for them. Keep praying for them. Keep praying for them. Because one day you shall see, you shall be rewarded. And you said, man, I thought that guy was never going to get saved. Okay. Uh, Cultivate faithfulness, brother and sister. Cultivate faithfulness. I, I love that scripture in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall give you the desire of your heart. Man, I love that scripture. Every time I come to pray with them, I always pray that prayer for them. I always quote that scripture. I gotta go, gotta go. I'm on a marathon, but I'm almost finished. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Listen to me. One thing I will always tell you. Wrong persons, wrong things. And I don't know what it is. I am so glad, brother and sister, that God never made me rich. I wish I would have... Well, no. Anyway. But you know, you know what? I, I know that, that we think that money solves everything. You know, you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, let, me get, let me give you something that, that I, I found. I, I bought this, on a, another Bible, because it was from Dr. Jeremiah, and I enjoyed it. Had a lot of stuff in there, a lot of things in the bottom and on the side that really helped me a lot. But he wrote this down. He said, this is found most, more or less in Ecclesiastic, the fifth chapter. I want you to listen to it carefully, okay? The more money you have, the more you want. The more you have, the more you spend. The more you have, 
the more you worry. The more you have, the more you lose. The more you have, the more you'll leave to somebody else. <laughs> Then he says, I'm going to spend all mine. No, no. <laughs> Listen to it. He said, Whatever we have is from God. So it is His to do with as He pleases. When all is said and done, our ability to earn money is God's gift. Don't forget that. It's God's gift to us. He gave us the ability to earn what we have. We need the same ability to enjoy it. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and He will supply all those other things that we need. But anyone who inverts the process and lives as if money was the goal will miss not only the joy of what he or she has put, but will miss the sense of God's blessing on his and her life. I really like that, brother and sister. I really like that. Okay. Uh, where am I at? Wrong person sleep. Oh, oh. Oh, another thing. You know, have you ever seen people that have a lot of money? They'll buy you a... I don't know if a, if a bed and a mattress would cost $25,000. But let's say, for instance, for the sake of, of that, uh, you know what? You, you can get a $25,000 bed and mattress and everything else and not get any sleep. Have you thought about that? You can get all kinds of money. You can have the best car, and in three days, it's old. You're always looking at, you know, I, I hate to say it every once in a while. We bought this nice little Toyota SUV, and I thought, oh, man, look at that Lexus SUV. And then I looked, and I said, you know what, God? I'm sorry, but this is pretty good. This is a pretty good SUV. It's good. I remember I bought a truck, and I bought a Toyota, and I saw a Silverado. I said, boy, those Silverados are pretty. And my intention was to go and buy that, but I'm a cheapskate. But really, in actuality, brother, the Silverados were a lot more, and they had brought this Toyota from, a, it only had like 41,000 miles, and I got a real good deal. I was tough on that guy, but they hadn't sold. I, I'm, God must have sent me because they hadn't sold one vehicle all week. And I was able to get that and pay it off. And th these trucks are good trucks. A Toyota ought to give me some money for advertising it. You know? <laughs> but anyway. But they won't. Uh, but anyway, but it's a good little truck, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, these things will leave you. Let me, let me tell you one thing, brother and sister. Life in this world will leave you empty. It will leave you empty. Because let me tell you. I forgot to read that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I needed to do it. It says, beware of false models. Okay, I talked to you about the good models. It says, beware of false models of emptiness. Brother and sister, I'm telling you, brother and sister, that the world will, will, is empty. We're, we're not of this world. We're only passing through. Our, our home is, man, let me tell you one thing. You, the word says that you have not even done or dreamed of those that, of what God has prepared for those who love Him and serve Him. You have not even dreamed. And, and it says, for God, I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about a little bedroom, man. I'm talking about a mansion. I, I, th I think of that, that song, I have a mansion 
way up in the somewhere. I can't remember now. Man, I wish I remember. But I, I don't know if you, that, that's an old song, but I have a mansion somewhere. Uh, it's not a, and I got, I'll have plenty of silver and gold, something like that. But let me tell you one thing. God's got a place for you that you will not even, you cannot even darn or dream of. Let me tell you one thing. The world will leave you empty, brother and sister. They promise you the world and don't give you nothing. I'm telling you, brother and sister, I am so thankful that I wasn't a millionaire. I really don't. I have a brother that probably is a millionaire now. He, does, he doesn't even know how much he's got, but he's always doing something and this and that and this and that. He's got nice cars and everything. And, you know, but I think he, I think he is a Christian. Because everything, every time something happens, he said, that's God, that's God doing it. That's good. They do believe in the Lord. And I'm so thankful for that, brother and sister. I am so thankful because I think, brother and sister, that I think money would have ruined me. But God knew that I could only handle so much. I really do. And I'm thankful that I have enough to help somebody else. I am thankful for that. And I, and I know that the devil's telling me all the time, oh man, what are you going to do? You could have had this much more. I said, you know what? If God wants me to have it and make it up, he will. He will. I tell you, God will never leave you nor forsake you. He always will come through, man. One of the things that, that I want to tell you, brother and sister, and, and to, to prepare is to uh, beware of false models because they leave you empty. Let me tell you, unmovable joy has turned to sorrow. Don't let that happen to you. That's what the word right there said. They are majestic. Uh, the, the sorrow of those who have run after another God. Let me tell you one thing, brother and sister. If God is number one in your life, who is? Who is number one in your life? I read a, a billboard one time. If, if you're texting, who's driving? If God's helping you drive, let Him drive then. Let me tell you one thing. God will not leave you empty. God will not give you sorrows beyond what you can take. Let me turn to Ecclesiastics real quick. I, I'm, I'm, I need to hurry. Oh, I'm, I'm coming. Watch Ecclesiastics. Thus I consider all my activities which my hands had done, and the labor which I had exerted. And behold, all was vanity, and striving after wind, and there was no profit under the sun. Brother and sister, I mean, don't spend, don't spend so much time doing things that are not that important. Don't spend so much time trying to make a buck Why don't you just pray and God, God give me what I need. God, help me to, uh, to be able to use what I got for your glory and honor. You know? Because let me tell you one thing. That's how fast life goes. I remember I was in high school. And boom, I couldn't hardly wait to graduate. I went to the, into the military. Boom. Man, I couldn't hardly wait out to get out of the military. I came back, man. And what did I do? I joined the Air National Guard because I was bored. No, I needed money. There, was, there wasn't a lot of jobs, brother and sister. You know, there wasn't a lot of jobs. But let me tell you one thing. I wish that I would. I always prayed. 
But I, I, like I told you the last time, there are sometimes I, I, I prayed when I, the only time I prayed was when I was in trouble. Now I pray so I won't get into trouble. Because I need that. So be, be, be careful, Bhaktra, because let me tell you, sorrow and emptiness and following and putting God second will only drive you. The, the devil will only squeeze himself in and, and, put you, and, and put you back and further back and further back. And before you know it, you're somewhere in a hole and, you, and the only way you can look is up. And then you say, oh God, where were you? I've been here. I haven't moved. Where have you been? You know, did you go back to that drinking? Did you go back to those drugs? Did you go back to that? Brother and sister, when God saved me, I mean, I mean, you, I mean when He delivered me from alcohol and drugs and, and cigarettes, just like that, I didn't have no counsel but Him. Man, I had no cravings, nothing. I said, I gotta, I gotta seek what Whatever I've been doing, reading the Word. I got to keep on. I got to be... See, and it says in the Word, in the, I think it's in Jeremiah, if, or one of them, he said, If you will seek me with all of your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. I really love that. Because I did seek Him. And because I was seeking Him, He directed me every step of the way. And he placed me in that church. And because of that, pastor knew a place for me to go to college. And, 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 and oh my goodness, the red is on. I've already gone by. But, but let me tell you one thing. It is a miracle because I was one of those persons that in the, in the high school, I was one of those less persons to be successful. But you know what? With God, nothing is impossible. Nothing. I went and I went And I, I let you, God created a miracle in my finances. I left there not owing a penny. And God blessed me and my wife abundantly. He was there all the time. All the time. And I'll tell you one thing. One of the things that I want to tell you is unmovable faith, unmovable joy will continue to give you joy and not sorrow. Not sorrow. Last point. I'm going to finish. Remember that sorrow may come. I want you to understand this. Sorrow, that sorrow may come, but in, in Christ it can never remain. It can never remain. Psalms 30, quickly. Psalm 30. Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. He's done that for me. Thou hast loosened my sackcloth and girded me with gladness, that my soul may sing praises to Thee and not be silent. O oh Lord my God, I will give thanks to You and to Thee forever. Hallelujah, brother. Joy. And now... Um, ah. Let me tell you one thing that helps us a lot, and that is the Holy Spirit. I tell you, the Holy Spirit will help you, brother and sister. It is there to help you. Jesus said, I am going to send you another helper. One that will help you to remember everything that I've told you. And, I, and it will remember you all the truth. 
I love the Holy Spirit, but it has, a, because the Holy Spirit is a helper of many holy ministries that he has for each and every one of you. I want to do one more thing. I want to read this scripture, and I, I'm not even, I'm, I'm halfway through, but I didn't get everything. I thought I was going to need more, but I'm thankful that, that he didn't give me any more because I wouldn't have been able to do it. But in, uh, uh, I, need, I need to, to read this. It's in, uh, I think it's in Matthew and we're in Luke. Yes, there it is. In Luke 4, starting with verse 6, it says, He came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And he opened the book and found the place where it was written, which was in Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recover of sight to the blind, to set free those who are downtrodden, to proclaim the favorable of the Lord. When I look at all this and I say, wow, God did this, Jesus did this for me. There's about three or four or even all of them that he has done that for me. Let me tell you, look at it. He has anointed me. Brother and sister, he has anointed many of you to preach the gospel or to tell somebody about Jesus. He has anointed you to proclaim release to the captive. Thank God for people that help us to get, to, to get away from alcohol, whatever you were in. Thank the Lord for that. He, re, he releases it. Then he said, recover a sight of the blind. You might not be uh, uh, blind physically, but let me tell you, when, you're, when the blind is leading the blind and you fall in a hole, you are blind because you don't know any other way. You haven't seen the light of Jesus. And you need to get out of that hole. But thank God. To set those who are downtrodden. Man, let me tell you, that alcohol and that garbage that I was in. Man, that was just, I, I, I feel like somebody was pushing me down all the time. And I couldn't get out of that hole. But thank God when I started reading his word, he delivered me from that, man. And let me tell you one thing, we are proclaiming the favorable year of the Lord. I have one more scripture, and it's found in Revelation. And uh, it is in Revelation. Oh my goodness, what did I do? But I want to tell you one thing. Those, that thing that I read into, into uh, Jesus, what he was. Do you know that that same Jesus is the same yesterday? He's the same today, and he's the same forever. That's what's good about it. Uh, in in uh, Revelation... Uh, 21 and verse 3 it says and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying behold the tabernacle of God is among men and he shall dwell among them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be among them and he shall wipe every tear from their eyes and there shall be no longer be any death there shall no longer be any mourning or crying or pain the first things have passed away. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah for that. One day, brother and sister, we're going to be there. One day we will be there. One day we will be rejoicing. And one day we shall be with each other. And they say, I remember you. I remember you. I remember you. 
Brother and sister, don't start the race and not finish. I want to uh, I want to ask you today, brother and sister, if any one of you needs prayer, if any one of you needs salvation, we're here to lead you to salvation, to pray the sinner's prayer. If you, if you have a need, a sorrow, something coming up that you need prayer with, I, wanna, I know that I've gone five minutes over, but we can wait five minutes if you need to pray. And I just want to thank you. I, I love you. I worship. I thank you. Pray for us. Pray for the leaders in this church. We need your prayers. We need you. We need each other. Thank the Lord. Let's stand. Is there, is there anyone that needs prayer? Tomas and them, will, will you help them? If there's anybody else that needs prayer, there's a brother over here. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Tomas. Praise the Lord. While they're praying, let's pray, brother and sister. And when we finish, you can, you can uh, lead, uh, leave quietly. Do you need something, sir? Okay. Our Father and our God, we give you thanks and we give you praise tonight. We thank you for your love. We thank you for using your vessel tonight, Lord, for your glory and honor. May it have touched some of them. May it have helped them, Lord. We pray for each one to receive a blessing, Lord. Whatever it, their need may be even tonight, Lord, we ask that you would minister to them, that you would meet this need for your glory and honor, Lord. We ask that you would bless them, lead them, guide them, and direct them for your glory and honor. We worship you, we praise you, we thank you through the power of your Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Thank you, brother and sister.